My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And that was Vinnie Paz, End of Days. I'm talking about rap. Um, I forgot about him, sadly. I haven't listened to him in in, uh, in a bit, but uh, Vinnie Paz is um, <laughs> one of my favorites. How is he one of your favorites? You forgot him. Dude, it's been a while. And then I came across him, oddly enough, um, I believe I should have had a, uh, should have had his channel on my, um, what is it? What's the shit? Not the fucking anchor. No. Pandora. Um, Vinny Paz is a, uh, he's a conspiracy researcher. And, uh, listen to his song. He's a Sicilian. That's, um... When he was young, his parents moved him to Philadelphia, and uh, he became a rapper. Um, really good too. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's not a black guy. Of course, that wasn't him. Um, I think that was a Hispanic fella that was uh, singing the chorus. But it is a kick-ass song. You've got to check it out. So um, I've enjoyed his stuff. He's a part of a group called Jedi Mind Tricks. Which was certainly, um, I think maybe that's what it was, is that I was, uh, I had a channel for them on Pandora, and I just haven't listened to them in a long time. But, um, yeah, they're really good. Really, really good. I enjoy them quite a bit. And same with, and I need to call out, Tom McDonald. Um, two, two people that I think, um, if rap, if that's what rap was, then, uh, I'd be a hell of a lot more for it. But, uh, you know, these are people that, that, uh, that um talk about you know important important things um in in their music rather than you know generic regurgitated bullshit that's uh that, that's only a fad so anyway um i think i'm gonna start start or start i'm gonna start starting off all of my podcasts with that song i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put it on here um even though I didn't ask him. <laughs> that could be a problem. I don't give a fuck. Um, I assume that he he should be... Uh, what's that word? Um, what's that word? When, like, you're you're hitting on somebody. and they're, Not that I'm hitting on them, but... What's the fucking word? I can't think... Or when you say something good about somebody and they're like, Oh, thanks. I'm... Whatever this... Anyway, I can't think of words. So, um, tonight... I am covering protocol number nine, and uh, in fact, uh, the start of that song was a suggestion, I think was the right suggestion, from Brain, so um, if you like it, thank him for that. So yeah, anyway, um, protocol number nine um, is about re-education, and there is, again, mind-blowing stuff in this. Um, I have read this. Um, I've read all the way up to chapter Protocol 12, which is when I started doing this. But that was in the past, I don't know, six months, I think, or whatever. No, maybe a year. 
but I've been talking about some of this other stuff that, that it's going to talk about in here. I've been talking about that for years. You know, it, It's funny that I look back on this and I've been doing this podcast for what? One, two, maybe what, two, three, four years? Something like that. So um, no, I didn't read it in here and then start talking about it. Um, I, uh, <laughs> not, not like I'm trying to blow myself up or whatever on this, but, um, no, I mean, it's just, you know, it's reading the writing on the walls and seeing the things that are going on. Me having, I just talked to DB Cooper about this the other day of, um, my job that I can, I still kind of can do, but I just haven't done it in a while. Um, and what that consisted of, of me going around to all the colleges and universities in my area, Michigan, uh, northern Indiana, northern Ohio, um, northern, yeah, northern Indiana, um, what was it, southeast Illinois, or northeast Illinois, southeast, whatever, Chicago um, area, and, you know, having been in that environment for, fuck, that was like four or five years, I think, um, and seeing what was going on with that, so, anyway, without much more to do, ado. Uh, protocol number nine. First, or, uh, first paragraph. In applying our principles, let attention be paid to the character of the people in whose country you live and act. A general, identical application of them until such time as the people shall have been re-educated to our pattern cannot have, cannot have success. But by approaching their application cautiously, you will see that not a decade will pass before the most stubborn character will change and we shall add a new people to the ranks of those already subdued by us. Now, I think that they got um, a few things wrong here in the sense of more so just the time time frame. Uh, I think that they're right in some regards to how soon that they can uh, indoctrinate people or influence people, but I think... Um, you know, this obviously having been 120 years ago, uh, and you really started to see uh, move for these things. Again, I gotta, I really gotta do a uh, an episode on uh, the hippie movement of the 60s. That's when you really started seeing it, right? Um, or at least a a, um, a wave that moved away from, um, you know, wholesomeness, really, and being patriotic and nationalism to treat it as if all nationalisms are, are the same and it's bad and yada 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 I think a lot a large part of that had to do with uh, the introduction of of uh, recreational drug use of um, uh, free love you know I think music had a big part to play in all of that uh, but also in this first um, paragraph, uh, they're warning to one another to cautiously, slowly administer re-education or indoctrination as to not spook their targets. Paragraph two, the words of the liberal, which are in effect the words of our Masonic watchword, namely liberty, equality, fraternity, will, when we come into our kingdom, be changed by us into words no longer of a watchword but only an expression of a idealism, namely into the right of liberty, the duty of equality, the ideal of brotherhood. That is how we shall put it, and so we shall catch the bull by the horns. 
de facto, we have already wiped out every kind of rule except our own, although de jure, there still remain a good many of them. Nowadays, if any states raise a protest against us, it is only pro forma at our discretion and by our discretion, for their anti-Semitism is indispensable to us for the management of our lesser brethren. All of that, by the way, was in italics. Last sentence to it, I will not enter into further explanations, for this matter has formed the subject of repeated discussions among us. Paragraph 2, um, they're describing how they'll write the wrong things taught once they've finally taken over, um, but that there will still be a number of rebels, uh, but that um, they have control over their direction. And another thing here is that they're admitting that they'll sacrifice their left, their lesser brethren, quotations, you know, quote, quote unquote, lesser brethren. Um, and they don't, they don't want to go too far into it. And that's this last sentence. They don't want to get too far into it. Um, which to me looks like there must've already been arguments over it. Um, maybe somebody had a bit of a problem with it. Like, oh, I don't know, later on, um, <laughs> uh, sacrificing their lesser, lesser brethren in something like Nazi Germany, you know, in World War II, maybe that's what it would be, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to see that, that part of that too, that, that maybe uh, amongst themselves, you'd have to assume that there was probably some, some disagreements among some shit. Paragraph three, for us, there are no checks to limit the range of our activity. Our super government subsists in extra legal conditions, which are described in the accepted terminology by the energetic and forcible word dictatorship. I am in a position to tell you with a clear conscience that at the proper time, we, the lawgivers, shall execute judgment and sentence. We shall slay and we shall spare. We, as head of our troops, are mounted on the steed of the leader. We rule by force of will, because in our hands are the fragments of a once powerful party, now vanquished by us. And the weapons in our hands are limitless ambitions, burning greediness, merciless vengeance, hatreds, and malice. They're bragging again about how far they're willing to go to accomplish everything. A question of this, and, and it kind of goes back to the last paragraph, is what would drive someone to something like that? To in, in in this, understand, it's not just sacrificing their le lesser brethren, but also themselves, like willing to go all the way to even death for something like this. What would drive someone to something like that? I think it's probably the um, belief in something higher than them. Um, and I'm not necessarily talking about God in this sense, but maybe more so um, in what they believe their God is, which would be the devil, right? The uh, oh shit! What did what did Jesus call it? The the um, synagogue of Satan, right? Um, they hold the pieces to the powers. Oh, um, the hold they hold the pieces. Oh, they hold the pieces to the powers. Uh, they broke apart. So in what they were saying here of. Uh, because in our hands are the fragments of a once powerful party now vanquished by us. So they're saying here that they hold the pieces of the powers 
um, that they broke apart and um, they use essentially our carnal desires against us as weapons. Makes sense, I suppose, in the sense of, you know, uh, kind of what a, uh, I guess to a degree a drug dealer would do, right? Um, this is why I've said, <laughs> I've said before, like how easy being a drug dealer would be because, you know, um, a, a strategy that I've heard a many time is that they'd give out some free shit, a little bit of like a free bump or a free uh, shit, especially with heroin or um, meth. What's the other ones? That, which which one is it that they're chasing the dragon? Is that meth? Um, where you just give them a little bit. Let them get a taste. And then, you know, now you start charging them. It's the easiest shit in the world. Easiest thing ever. And essentially, in the same way, you know, they're just kind of doing that too. Using our own carnal desires against us. Um, paragraph four. It is from us that the all-engulfing terror proceeds... We have in our service persons of all opinions, of all doctrines, restoring, restoring monarchists, demagogues, socialists, communists, and utopian dreamers of every kind. All of that was in italics. We have harnessed, and why I say that is because it's important to them, right? We have harnessed them all to the task. Each one of them, on his own account, is boring away at the last remnants of authority is striving to overthrow all established form of order. By these acts, all states are in torture. They extort, sorry, exhort to tranquility, are ready to sacrifice everything for peace. But we will not give them peace until they openly acknowledge our international supergovernment and with submissiveness. Fuckers. They have the leaders of all the, the entities that oppose the countries. Of the Goyim, right? Um, I'm sorry. They 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 have all the leaders of all the the entities that oppose them, um, which would be the countries of the Goyim, and they are actively so. These people that I talked about last time, like the super soldiers, I don't know if necessarily that's what they're talking about here. Although I do kind of think that's what it is, and not so much the super soldier in like the sense of like Captain America or something like that, right? But somebody who um, has been brought up to know all languages, to know, you know, to be learned in the, I mean, that's essentially what this is called, right? The protocol of the wise men of Zion. Um, uh, Another name of it is like the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, I think it is. Um, But that, you know, they've, they've, they've created these people that uh, from a young age, they've um, taught them all of these different things in order to get them to be put in places of, of control over, over, I guess, the Goyim, if that's what they're going to call them. Um, and they are actively working at the goal of destroying uh, these other governments um, in many different countries, right? Uh, because of this, all of the forms of, of, of government or authority, whichever, you know, word you want to say essentially the state are in a constant state of chaos and the only way they'll reach peace is when they bend the knee to the illuminati chapter i'm sorry paragraph five the people have raised a howl about the necessity of settling the question of socialism by way of an international agreement 
division into fractional parties is given them into our hands, for, in order to carry on a contested struggle, one must have money, and the money is all in our hands. So, man, it's kind of hard to like break this one down. Like I was sitting here thinking, like, what the fuck are they talking about here? So I don't know if it's like the people, uh, the goyim of different countries or wherever they are, which I think is, you know, East, it's like Russia and East Europe, um, that they're calling for socialism, um, which, you know, we've had some dumb people everywhere, I suppose, or they're causing the people to call for it but also talking about the division of of fractional parties which is like are they talking about like what's going on in you know the western world where in a lot of places that practice a form of democracy you have um you know like here in the states we have the republicans and the democrats are the two major parties but we also have like the green party the libertarians you have a whole bunch of different parties in canada i couldn't tell you which ones they are because i don't really give a shit um you have the Labour Party. What's the other ones over in, in the UK or at least in... Yeah, it would be the UK, right? No, or just England. I don't know how they break it up over there either. All I know is that Scotland and Ireland need to need to break off <laughs> from the UK. Get the fuck away from them. Um, but at the end of it all, they're admitting that they have control over all money. This goes into... You know what? When I first started getting into conspiracy research, this was it. This was the the major goal. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't the major goal, sorry. It was the major objective, um, initial objective. Uh, I can't remember which which Rothschild Rosh, it was who stated, I care not about the army of the country. Just let me have control of the money and I'll have the, I'll have control of the entire state. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the mentation, have control over the currency or the money and they'll have control over everything. So, you know, in, in, in a massive part, that's what makes them so, so confident because they have control of, of the money. And, and up until, I don't even know if now, if there's still only two countries that, that don't have central banks, but, uh, that was a big reason why Gaddafi got killed was because they didn't have a central bank there. And guess what happened? He got fucked in the ass by a blade, you know? Um, anyway, so, uh, paragraph six, we might have reason to apprehend a union between the clear-sighted force of the Goy kings on their thrones and the blind force of the Goy mobs. But we have taken all the needful measure against any such possibility. Between the one and the other force, we have erected a bulwark in the shape of a mutual terror between them. In this way, the blind force of the people remains our support, and we, and only we, shall provide them with a leader and, of course, direct them along the road that leads to our goal. This one is, to me, it's kind of, I don't know if it's like slightly prophetic as to what we just went through in the past year. Um, they're worried about the leader having control of the masses. Well... What did we just have? Trump, right? And then they state here, um, erected a bulwark in the shape of a mutual terror between them. Could that be COVID? You know, or a plague of some sort that they always kind of had in mind um, in order to keep the mob under their control? It's kind of, it kind of seems like that could be. 
but I mean, in, in the same sense, like I don't want to, I don't want to be somebody who like search, searches for the conspiracy. You know, you never want to do that. I've talked about it before. God doesn't need you to lie for him, right? Uh, the truth doesn't need you to lie for it either. Um, but you know, I just figured that was kind of something somewhat interesting uh, that I I saw in here, and I thought, all right, well. You know, we kind of had that same exact scenario. Of course, I'm sure that that's probably happened, you know, in the, in the past 120 years, a few times, you know, where you had a good leader, um, you know, who had control of the, 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 the masses. And I don't like saying it that way because, you know, it kind of sounds kind of shitty, like the, the mob just couldn't be good. Um, I'm not saying that, but, uh, you know, I'm sure that there were times where the, um, the leader was a good leader and could lead the the people away from the Illuminati. And, you know, they had to pull out a contingency in order to fuck them up. Paragraph seven, in order that the hand of the blind mob may not free itself from our guiding hand, we must every now and then enter into close communion with it. If not actually in person, at any rate, through some of the most trusty of our, of our brethren, when we are acknowledged as the only authority, we shall dress, I'm sorry, discuss with the people personally on the marketplaces, and we shall instruct them on questions of the political in such wise as may turn them in the direction that suits us. Wise might be a typo. I think it's in such a way as may turn them into the direction that suits us. Um, essentially what they're saying here is sometimes they'll have to give the 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 peons something like showing themselves to them i don't know it kind of made me think of of soros in this but also in a way kaiser sose from the usual suspects right um in a sense of like you know to keep the 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 mob in check sometimes you got to send in the boss to let them know who he is um again you know they're they're talking about their their um most trusty i'm sorry most trusty of the brethren into the mouth of the beast i think again this is the lesser brethren they're sacrificing um or at least risking sacrificing um some of their own to to go and and quell the mob a little bit and a lot of this reminds me, and I assume it would probably do the same for you. Who are we talking about? Antifa and BLM right now, yeah? Dude, I'm getting so many notifications right now. Oh, um, I meant to have this out last night, uh, but I had some, some personal issues come up um, just like a few hours right before I was supposed to uh, do an episode, and uh, it sidetracked me for a good day. So that's why... You're hearing this tonight. So anyway, or the or the next morning, the morning that the morning after what you normally would hear it. It's late. I'm tired. Anyway, um, episode <laughs> paragraph eight. Who is going to sorry, who is going to verify what is taught in the village schools? Question mark. But what an envoy of the government or a king on his throne himself may say cannot be but become immediately known to the whole state, for it will be spread abroad by the voice of the people. I'll read that again since the first time it was fucked. Who is going to verify what is taught in the village schools? But what an envoy of the government or a king on his throne himself may 
say cannot but become immediately known to the whole state, for it will be spread abroad by the voice of the people. <sighs> I guess what they're saying here is when they control the information, who can argue, who can argue against them? And that was like the only paragraph, or that was the only sentence in the paragraph. Paragraph 9, in order to annihilate the institutions of the Goyim before it is the time we have touched them with craft and delicacy and have taken hold of the ends of the springs which move their mechanism. These springs lay in a strict but just sense of order. We have replaced them by the chaotic, by the chaotic license of liberalism. We have got our hands into the administration of the law, into the conduct, conduct of elections, into the press, into the liberty of the person, but principally into education and training as being the cornerstones of a free existence. Whew, buddy. They're admitting to their inf infiltration um, into academia and their control over it, uh, as well as all information. The same with the courts, with the pol with politics, um, and with the press. Um, they've taken control of the concept uh, that education is a cornerstone of a free existence, or at least maybe ran parallel with it and absorbed it as their own. You know, um, because it is freeing, it is liberal, liberating um, to garner more information, which is exactly what we're doing here in covering the protocols, right? Is that you're garnering more information, it will free you from, and hopefully free you. I mean, it's the whole point of under, of understanding, um, you know, being awake as opposed to being sleeping sheep and not woke, not, not what the, what the psychopaths on the left um, like to call it because that's not that's not waking up from anything that's taking a fucking sleeping pill um what was the part here that i i really picked up the conduct of elections yeah what's going on right now um or what what happened within the past i don't know 16 months right no not 16 months um the well yeah i mean in in terms of you know the conduct of the elections and, and what's gone on uh, and shit, not even 16 months, fucking 16 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, you know, six, seven, eight decades. How long have they been um, in, in infiltration, infiltrating uh, the, you know, politics of our countries and the conduct of all of our elections? But, you know, more specifically, or at least, yeah, I guess specifically, um, would be in the past, what month are we in? Five, six, seven months, you know, um, look what just happened, you know, the usurpation of the presidency of the United States of America. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bunch of fuckery. <laughs> they've, uh, it, I mean, they're admitting here, you know, that they've infiltrated all of these things. And I know they kind of keep, keep saying it, um, or I'm pointing it out throughout each one of these protocols, but, you know, they've got a lot of confidence and they're very braggadocious. And why shouldn't they be? They're talking to one another, I suppose. Um, got to keep the boys hyped up in a way, I suppose. Anyway, um, paragraph 10, and all of this is uh, in italics. We have fooled, bemused, and corrupted the youth of the Goyim by rearing them in principles and theories which are known to us to be false, although 
it is by us that they have been inculcated. I mean, do I really even need to break that one down? (laughs) I'll read it one more time. Listen to how fucked up this is. And applicable. We have fooled, bemused, and corrupted the youth of the goyim by rearing them in principles and theories which are known to us to be false, although it is by us that they have been inculcated. That's what kids are going through right now. Higher education, my ass. You know, they go in and come out far dumber than when they first got there. Um, Look at what they did with Common Core. Look at Common Core. Math and Common Core, holy shit. There, I was talking, I think I did an episode where I talked about the video. I wish I knew the title of it. I mean, I guess I could look it up, but I'm not going to do that right now. Um, where the guy brought up a teacher who was teaching how to do multiplication. And I think it was like, you know, 40 times 30 or something like that. And he did it the old school way, which works. And it's faster. And there's no reason to change it. Um, And he did the problem. And then while she was doing it, you know, after he finished, he went and like made himself something to eat, did some, folded some laundry, cleaned some shit, you know, did whatever. I think he even took a shower and then came back. Um, And then she finally finished. You know, it's right there. I mean, I guess, you know, in in what I just said, somebody can make the argument of, well, you know, that's still not wrong. It's like, no, no, you you fucked it up. (laughs) Like, yeah, you guys, that that aspect of it may not necessarily be wrong, but it's fucking with kids' heads. But outside of that, the revisionism, the redefining of terms, um, yeah, that stuff's wrong. And not just that, look at how other many things um, within the past 20 years uh, you can look back on and go, fuck, man. They are teaching these kids not history. I don't know what the fuck they're teaching them. But even when it comes to, uh, you know, what they're teaching in schools today about Black Lives Matter and, um, you know, it, it, uh, racism in history and things of that nature and how many things are wrong there. So that one blows me away. That I mean, a lot of this does, but for sure that one does. I mean, um, you know, they're talking about um, or admitting to uh, having controlled the youth's minds. Um, And this is what I was talking about earlier that I pointed out. School, all it is now is indoctrination camps, right? (laughs) I think I've been calling it indoctrination camps for, I remember being on the highway when I first called it that. Um, driving back from a school. So that would have been over a year ago. So like a year, maybe two years ago. Um, yeah, teaching these these kids what they know to be false. Um, yeah, it's that one, that one really blew me away. Paragraph number 11, above the existing laws without sustainable substantiality, substantially? Hmm. Above the existing laws without substantially altering them and by merely twisting them into contradictions of interpretations, we have erected something grandiose in the way of results. These results found an expression first in the fact that the interpretations masked the laws. Afterwards, they entirely hid them from the eyes of the governments, owing, sorry, owing 
to the impossibility of making anything out of the tangled web of legislation. I'm going to read that one more time and then I'll break it down. Above the existing laws without... Sus- guess I got to start over. Certain words will just fuck me up. Above the existing laws without substantially altering them and by merely twisting them into contradictions of interpretations, we have erected something grandiose in the way of results. These results found expression first in the fact that the interpretations masked the laws. Afterwards, they entirely hid them from the eyes of the governments, owing to the impossibility of making anything out of the tangled web of legislation. Interpretations masked the laws. I mean, this is the same shit that I've been talking about when it comes to... Oh, fuck, what was it? I just said it on the tip of my tip of my brain. Um, interpreting the Constitution, right? Look at where we're at now as opposed to what we once had and the contra- the the in in the changes that have happened to the contra- constitution um the unconstitutional changes that have been made to the constitution uh this has been my my point when it comes to uh same sex marriage right it was an unconstitutional law now i don't give a fuck uh, if you know they were to come up with you know same sex what have i talked about before unions or but i've also talked about it before that i don't believe that anybody who isn't religious should ever get married i mean that's more of like a character thing in the sense that like why why do you need to get married now it's in part because you know the the government got involved and now there's benefits and there's all these other stupid things to it yeah get the government out of that shit the government shouldn't be in it you know but the government root word being govern as in to govern every aspect of your of your life um you know they're going to do that they're going to get in, involved in it but honestly the government shouldn't be involved in it at all and uh you know outside of that when it comes to like the idea of of marriage it was always a religious thing i don't i don't like it doesn't make sense for uh, or at least to me, and I'm biased. I'll admit it. Um, for somebody who isn't married or who isn't religious to ever ever get married, like why? You know, just come up with something on your guys' own. That at least that's where I stand. You know, you don't you don't have to like it, or nor do you have to agree. No big deal, whatever. But um, yeah, in the way that that became a law, a quote unquote law, um, was unconstitutional, and that's my 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 biggest my uh, no, maybe not my biggest problem with it, but it's a massive problem that I have with it. The way in which it came a law, it's unconstitutional. Therefore it isn't the law. Um, and then on top of that, the constant interpretation of the law, you don't need an interpretation of the second amendment. You don't need one at all, but this is where it, it brings confusion. And this is my problem with it. And this is my problem with the court system that we've had for a very long time. Because now all of a sudden, you know, you can say, well, we have hate speech. And it's like, there's no definitive hate. No, but we have it now. No, you don't. Well, we interpret it as, at, you know, these words as hate speech. And that's what they're going to do. And that's what they're fucking admitting to right here. Interpretations masked the laws. It's fucking right here. A 120-year-old document that's stating what they were going to do. And now we find ourselves in a place where they're doing. 
So don't tell me that this shit is a, is 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 uh, made up anti-Semitic um, document. Don't tell me that shit. It's either <laughs> it's either somebody was fucking around and got a whole bunch of prophecies pinpoint accurate, um, or it actually is uh, a group of dickheads that came together to rule the world and to fuck everybody else over. What else did I want to say about that one? Um, yeah, uh, twisting and warping the laws, uh, what they're doing to the Constitution. Um, yeah, to to something confusion of what is right. To to something confusion. To total confusion of what is right. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I already touched on. Me. Um, Sentence, (laughs) paragraph slash sentence number 12. This is the origin of the theory, of course, of arbitration. So arbitration instead of the rule of law. Yeah, that's a problem. Fuck arbitration. Rule of law. Um, Paragraph 13. You may say the goyim will rise upon us, arms in hand, if they guess what is going on before the time comes. Too late. I've got the fucking document right here. I'm talking about it. Fuck you guys. But in the West, we have against this a maneuver of such appalling terror that the very stoutest hearts quail. The undergrounds, metro, uh, uh, metropolitans, metropolitans, Lord, I'm terrible at words. The undergrounds, metropolitan, metropolitan. <laughs> My brain sucks right now. Metropol, metropolitans. Metropolis, fucking, you know what I'm talking about. Metropolis, metropolis. (sighs) The areas around a major city. So the undergrounds, the areas around major cities, those subterranean corridors, which before the time comes, will be driven under all the... I need to restart this. (laughs) So you understand what number paragraph 13 is all about. You may say the goyim will rise upon us, arms in hand, if they guess what is going on before the time comes. But in the West, we have against this maneuver of such appalling terror that the very stoutest hearts quail. The undergrounds, areas around major cities, those subterranean corridors which, before the time comes, will be driven under all the capitals and from whence those capitals will be blown into the air with all their organizations and archives. Maybe I might be able to say that word tomorrow. Um, we'll see. I mean, I came around to when, you know, in the other words that I've been able. Aristocracy. I'm so proud every time I can read it and say it. But paragraph... Um, 13 is basically stating that if we rise against them, they have a plan. And I guess their plan is that they're going to gather us all together, possibly underground, and then blow us all up. <laughs> like, that's it. Great plan, dipshit. I'm not going to your dumb cities. Um, so, well, hey, uh, that's always kind of been a, a thing that I've, I think I've said to people is shit hits the fan, get out of the cities. Get out of the city. Go to the go to the wilderness, go to God's country, because He'll save you. Um, and then you won't have to worry about being blown up in areas around major cities, or cities around major cities, which is the metropolitan. 
Yeah, Metropolitan. I said it. I got it. So that was the end of protocol number nine. And <laughs> I got one other thing that I'm going to end with. So here's two things. Thanks to uh, Brain. Hopefully you can hear it. This last part, it actually, I'm going to give you a little, you, you, you might not understand what's going on because this was his way of doing it. But I, you know, this is kind of a ode to Bill Cooper. This was the beginning of his uh, show that he had. So um, you may not be able to understand it very well, but could just go look up any of his show, um, any of his shows that he had had, and you'll hear it in the beginning. It's kind of like a distorted voice, but you'll see what I'm talking about. This is what I'm ending with tonight. Be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.